what's going on family happy tuesday just a quick reminder ladies bible study is tomorrow make sure you be there if you cannot make it of course i understand and the replay will be available to you by the weekend so don't forget to check that out share it with someone who needs to hear it because i already know you guys it's going to be a good message because this is the thing that God is working in me on to remind me that he hears my prayers and he sees what I'm going through and I know that I can't be the only one so I encourage you to get in the room I encourage you to be there invite somebody share bring somebody with you um and let's have a good time but I wanted to come before you and give you another reminder um you may have seen the post that I made today to just be open and allow God to just change your daily routine schedule. So previously, just giving you guys a backstory, um, and it shouldn't be too long. So if I'm talking too fast, I'll breathe and slow down. But that's just how my days have been lately. Okay, okay. <laughs> so previously, I had been struggling. And like I told you guys, I had been struggling trying to find order in my day because I'm like, okay, I'm not physically going to a building anymore. I'm not physically logging in and doing any work, but I'm still putting in the work. And like I said before, people may look at you and think, oh, she don't do nothing in the day. But whole time, you guys don't know the care, the weight of what I carry. You guys don't know what I struggle with. There's things that I don't share. There's things that you don't see. And it doesn't matter how many times you talk to me or you see me a day or you see me posting or whatever, you don't know what it is that I'm doing on the back scenes, even when you think you do, you know? And so I was sitting here a couple of days ago and, or not sitting here, but I was just sitting in God's presence. And I kept saying, well, Lord, you know, I know that you called me for my job. I know that you called me to do what I'm doing, but what is the bigger purpose? Because it's still not making sense. And like I told you guys, whenever you get in a situation or in a position where you still have questions, Pray about it and ask God to give you those answers. He may not answer you. He may not answer you in the way you thought he was going to answer you. But just remember that he hears your, your prayers and eventually they will be answered if he sees fit for you to know. Sometimes it's better for us to not know. So you may continue to speak about something and he'll let you know, like, you know, it's for your good. Um, something that he was reminding me when all this process happened was that everything that I've gone through in the past was necessary. And that brings me back to what I said in the God is Love video, um, the vlog video, that everything that I went through in my previous role was necessary for where I'm going now or where I am now. Because it matters to, to continue to have integrity. It matters to continue to do the work when nobody's watching you. And that's why I said, even when people are watching, they don't know the way you carry. They don't know what it takes. Nobody can do what you do the way you do it because God called you to do it. So the way that you show up can't be the way somebody else show up. And it doesn't matter who's trying to take your identity. It doesn't matter who's latching on to you to get what it is that you have because the blessings that God has for you is for you. Nobody can take that. Nobody can take it. And at the end of the day, even if they try to duplicate it, it's not going to be the real thing. It's going to be a counterfeit because you are the only person who can get done what you've been called to do. God chose you to do it. So even if somebody else is doing the same thing you're doing, they don't do it the way you do it and you don't do it the way they do it. So at the end of the day, continue to know what you carry holds weight. Continue to know that your name bears the name of the kingdom. So you are the child of a God who loves you, who sees you, who hears you, and he will provide because he is Jehovah Jireh. He is a provider in the name of Jesus. I don't know where that came from, but obviously somebody need to hear it. And if you didn't need to hear it, I definitely did. So anyways, getting back to what I was going to say for the reminder, um, I was sitting here and I said, well, Lord, what's the bigger picture? Like, 
what is what's really going on because I'm I'm here I'm showing up I'm doing the work and I just told someone earlier um that it doesn't make it's not going to make sense it's not going to make sense to people outside looking in and it's not going to make sense to us sitting in it we go through it you know nobody knows the deal 100% across the board of what I go through on a daily basis what I go through physically spiritually mentally the battles that I fight behind you think that the enemy is over here proud of me for stepping out in boldness no I'm in a warfare I'm in battle every day i have to protect my peace i have to protect my mind because the enemy is consistently romping around trying to swither trying to sway and take the blessings that god had for me and consistently ask me girl why you think he called you of all people he could have called anybody he could have but he called me and maybe he he's already called a bunch of people there ain't no maybe he has i'm not the only one but i've been called to do what i'm doing in this season in this moment it's my time and i'm here and i'm doing the work and it doesn't matter who don't see the production of the work it doesn't matter who doesn't see the vision that god gave you god gave it to you it's not for them to see let them continue to see the works like i told you guys carry the fruit that bears life the dead fruit let it die don't be the person that falls off the branch and falls to the ground because you don't carry good fruit carry good fruit that produces juices that is nourishing and don't be ripe be full of sweetness come on but i was sitting here and i was struggling i was struggling with my day-to-day because i'm like god what do i do like how do i get impact and i'm like well i thought it would be easier and like i told you guys don't come into something looking at it like it's small because it's big it's bigger we serve a big god he's not a god of small even though you may feel like it's a small thing when you get inside that thing it may overwhelm you because you're going to realize real quick real fast that it's not small what you do is not small the next person next to you can't carry it because it was meant for you to carry it God gave you the hands to pick up what it is that you have in your hands. But if you give it to him and you let him lead you as he carry it, you'll have it. And I kept saying, God, I need your help. God, I need you to help me get organized. I need you to help me focus. And last week was probably the most organized focus week I've had in my life. I prayed over you guys and I prayed over myself to be focused. And I got everything done that I needed to before time. And then lo and behold, the weekend came and everything crashed. Um, today I'm sitting here recording this, not planned. Everything that I had planned today has not gone to be accomplished. It's probably not going to be accomplished. And that's something that God has been telling me to consistently be open. Don't continue to live in these routines. Don't continue to ruin, to live in this cycle of what you think your day is supposed to look like because I'm a creator of the day. I'm a creator of time. Time is not in your hands. Time is in my hands. So when I say and speak something that's going to happen or if I allow something to happen, you have to be okay with me adjusting your schedule. Are you okay with God changing your regular program into something that you never thought was going to come up? Are you okay with God changing the season and the episodes of your life because you wasn't expecting this season or this episode to come up, but it's here. You wasn't expecting this rerun to play today because it normally comes on on Fridays, but today is Tuesday and God's doing some things in your life that you never thought was going to come today. You thought it was going to happen tomorrow. You thought things were going to go smoothly in your way, but that's just the matter of the fact of you got to release control. And that's what God has been showing me just in releasing everything that he's called me from. The biggest thing was my job. And he said, continue to release, give your time to me, give the day to me, wherever I put in your hands, carry it. Well, seek me and I will give you the strength you need to carry it. 
whatever it looks like. And I say this because I'm tired, y'all. I've been up. My son, I had to rush him to the hospital early this morning because he had a severe asthma attack. My God, I hate it for my son. But you know what? My sister reminded me that the weight of his asthma that he carries is enough for me to carry because I have severe asthma. Because I've already gone through it. Because I already know what it looks like to be under severe attack when asthma strikes. Because I know the signs of what an asthma attack looks like. I can look at my son and say, you know what? I got to do something because it ain't looking too good. I got to get in the midst and I got to help. And that's how God is. God sees the attacks that you're under. God sees the breathing issues that you're having. And he steps in and he says, you know what? I got to save my child because they can't change themselves. They're not trained up enough. They're not strengthened enough. But in me, I can help them carry it. And I was so grateful because I remember just sitting here crying. I was telling my sister earlier, you know, I had a moment because I'm like, this was one of my biggest fears y'all always catch me getting emotional but that's okay because i told you guys god is calling me to go deeper and to be vulnerable and to be open and i'm okay with that i don't care how you feel about it at the end of the day this ain't about me it's about god and i'm just so thankful because in the midst of carrying something so small i used to remember feeling like dang why did i have to have severe asthma i was just on the phone telling one of my friends that, you know, I have severe asthma. I said, but when you look at my father, my dad, my physical dad or earth dad, you know, father on earth, not God. Because, you know, sometimes we say father, you, you think of God or Jesus, but I'm not talking about, I'm talking about my physical dad, which he's no longer with me, you know, um, or with us, me and my sister. But my dad, when you look at him, you know, you don't know he has asthma unless he tells you or unless you see him pull out an inhaler, which is very seldom. Versus me on the other side, I'm always, you may even hear me wheezing right now. When I get off of this, I'm going to have to take a treatment. But you know I have asthma because you can, sometimes it, it carries me. Like, there's just time, like I said, even in my talking, that's why sometimes I have to give you this game. Like, listen, y'all, it's a rough day. I'm doing the best I can. I'm pulling through. But sometimes my asthma takes control, Okay. And I have to take two and three. Like, I have severe asthma, okay? People know that about me. But when you see my father, you didn't really know he had asthma because he's doing things and you're like, dang, well, how you doing that? You got asthma versus me. I could barely run from here to the front door without having an asthma attack. I can't laugh too hard because I'm having an asthma attack. I can't be too cold or too hot. I can't do too much strenuous work because my lungs can't take it. And because I had to endure that, and I remember being in seasons where I have family members who have asthma and don't have it or have asthma, but it's not severe like mine, and it's maintained. I've had severe asthma for as long as I can remember. You can ask anybody that knows me. You can ask my mom. You can ask my sister, my aunties, my cousin, my family, my friends. They know. I've been in and out of the hospital, especially when I was pregnant. My asthma got um worse. And the doctor is like, it's so funny because your lungs are, everything is bigger because you're making room for a baby. So you should be able to breathe through this, but your body is rejecting it. Your body is rejecting the thing that you are about to birth. So in the midst of your body rejecting what you're about to birth, it's causing you to stumble. It's calling you to, to faint. It's calling you to gasp for air. But because God is the air that we breathe, he got you. Because God can place his hand on your chest and open up those pathways. You're able to breathe through it. You're able to get through it. Things that people can't carry. I remember being so anxious when I got pregnant because the the very things that I was afraid of that were going to take my son over and me not be prepared for are the things that I'm really ready and prepared for. Like 
seeing him have that, like I was watching him last night and seeing him just breathe, I knew immediately he was having an asthma attack. And I was like, okay, I said, well, I'm going to wait and see because he's really congested. I was like, you know, I don't want to take him in and it's nothing. I said, but I'm going to watch it. And then shortly after he got up and I watched his breathing, it was like, he was just like, (sighs) like he was gasping for air. And I was like, oh no, I rushed and got him to the hospital and we sat there all morning and we got in probably about four o'clock this morning. He slept for a few hours and I was like, Lord, I was hoping we was going to sleep in. We got up on time. He was up at 730. I was tired. Mind you, we got in at four. I'm tired, but I'm showing up. And not only am I physically tired, but I'm emotionally tired because the weight of seeing my son like that, it, it bears on me because this is one of the things that I was like, God, I don't want my son to go through this because I know what it feels like to have a severe attack. I know what it feels like to be buried under something and you can't breathe. I know what it feels like to not have enough air to feel like you're going to make it. And I don't want that strength on my son. But because God said you've gone through it, you're trained enough, you're skilled enough. So I trust you to get him through it. That's you. That's me. Whatever you carry, it was necessary. It was necessary for what God is doing in your life because you're going to come around and you're going to save somebody who's going through it. That's why you got to talk about what you've been through. That's why you got to tell people your story, whether they want to hear it or not, whether they deserve that you, whether they think you deserve the position you got or not, you're there and they didn't call you. God called you. Don't ever forget why you dare, Esther. Because <laughs> when we think about Esther, Esther almost forgot why she was called for such a time as that. She wasn't just the wife. She wasn't just the queen. She was there to save her people. If you get there and you miss the message, you miss why God sent you, he got to replace you. Esther was a replacer of something that was already in place. But because the first person forgot why she was there to be a wife to her husband, he said, come on, let me get another huh, let me replace her with someone who's going to step up and know. And in the midst when Esther almost forgot why she was there, her her family had to remind her, listen, we got to do this thing. You got to put your life on the line and go to the king, and you got to do this. And hesitantly, you know, she had to think, like, wait a minute, like, what? But she did it eventually, you know. That's you, that's me. Sometimes we got to lay down. What we think God is calling us to do or why we think God is calling us. And remember, it's all to give God the glory. So the things that you're going through are necessary because it's going to help somebody who's going to go through it later. Your kids, your friends, a stranger, your testimony is going to be something that gives somebody else a breakthrough. And you don't need a man's approval to go through a trial. You don't need man's approval to get steadfastness from doing and producing blessings and faith and walking in obedience you don't need man's approval for that when you got god ain't nobody else approval is important (laughs) and i just want to be the one to tell you allow god to ruin your plans allow him to correct or change your schedule from your regular programming let him play a replay of an episode from last week today because maybe you missed it on last week. And it's coming back around because you needed to see what God was telling you last week and you missed it. Let God do something in you today that allows you to be stuck in his presence on purpose. 
Let God do something today that shapes your tomorrow. So when you get up, you're grateful. When you go to bed, you're humble. So when you get up, you can have a heart filled to carry whatever's coming your way. Because sometimes we, we have our own plans. Man makes his own way. But when you seek God, God will order your steps. Don't be busy doing what makes you happy. Be busy building the work that God has called you to do. Because it's bigger than you. It's important to remember why you're there, why you're at that job, why you're friends with who you're friends with, why your family is who they are. It's important to remember because I know sometimes I feel like it's not necessary. I know sometimes it's hard to carry what you carry, but let me tell you what you carry holds weight. That heartbreak you went through, it holds weight. That abandonment from your friends, from your families, that isolation you go through, that's important because somebody's going to need to hear it. They're going to need to hear how you overcame that. Those rejection issues, they're going to need to hear it. The way you got to where you are, the job you work, the kids you have, the friends you have, the circle you have, the house you have, the car you have, everything has a moment. And I told you guys before, some of you guys who are new, you may not know this, but about my car, the story behind my car and my previous apartment. And that's another reason why I was holding on so hard because I'm like, well, God, you gave me these things. But God said, I want you to let go so that I can bless you again. I got you to it. I'll see you through it. I want you to release it. Allow me to do something greater in you so that I can take you further. Don't hold on to the last blessing and the last way that I bless you thinking that's the only way I can do it because I'm not going to show up like that again. I'm the creator of the things that I'm giving you. So allow me to interrupt your 24 hours and do a new work. Allow me to take some time on purpose. And that's what I was reminded today. When I was sitting in that ER, tired, barely opening my eyes, keeping an eye on my son. just And I was just watching him interact with his dad. And my, my, my heart just melted because I was just like, it's crazy. How the smallest thing, the biggest thing with something that I was just anxious about suddenly feels better. Because my son is okay. And because I've gone through this for 31 years, I've had, I was born with asthma. I've gone through this my whole life. My mom doesn't have asthma. You know, like I said, I have family members that have asthma and my dad has asthma. So together they were able to get me through it when I was a baby. Cause I went through it early on than he did. Or really, I don't know. Cause he went through it like when he was what a little bit, a couple of months or like up to one. So he went through it fairly young too. And that freaked me out because, like I said, I've been through it. I know what it feels like not to be able to breathe. I know what it feels like to be gasping for air, for the, to be taking treatments and it's not working, to be taking inhaling puffs and it's not working. So then I had to get in the car and go to the ER and say, listen, this is what I did, but it's not working. And sometimes it's not about what you're taking. It's about where you're taking it from because I could go to the hospital and get the same thing that I took at home, but the thing that I took at home ain't working. But when I get to the ER, all of a sudden, I take one breath in and I feel released. Get the right power source. Where are you getting your power from? Where are you plugged into? What are you plugged into? What is the circuit that you, the wall socket that, what does it look like? Is it fueled enough? Is it registered? Is it wired correctly? Where is your energy coming from? Is it coming from the one who created us? 
Or is it coming from people, places, things, worldly things? Because if so, it's going to drain you. Have you ever put your phone on the charger and realized that, dang, my phone ain't really charging? And you're like, dang, I need a new phone. But then you go get another charger, you plug it up in a different button, and all of a sudden that thing just shoot up. Check the power source. That's the message. Bye, y'all.